0: Impact 89 FM's own golf podcast. This is The Long Drive. Welcome into a special live post-game, if you will, reaction episode of The Long Drive. We are coming to you live approximately 7 o'clock Eastern Time on Sunday, May 21st. Shortly after, we just witnessed the recent uh, Mr. Major himself, Brooks Kepka, win his fifth career major at the PGA Championship at Oak Hill Country Club in Rochester, New York. His third career PGA Championship, in addition to his two U.S. Open wins, his first major since the 2019 PGA at Bethpage Black, he becomes the first player to win three different major championships at three different courses in the same state, that being New York, in addition to winning the PGA at Bethpage Black. In the 2018 US Open at Shinnecock Hills, boys, how are we feeling? We just witnessed one of the greatest spectacles in professional sports, a major championship in golf. Let's just chop it up. Let's get right into it.
1: Yeah, I uh, love the tournament as a whole. Super fun to watch. I spent, I did basically nothing for the last four days, uh, watched on multiple devices the entire time. It was great. I had a good weekend betting, good weekend DFS, fun to watch. But uh, yeah, I'm not a Brooks Kepka fan, just to be totally frank. I had money on Hovland, love Victor Hovland, so that that kind of sucked. But um, yeah, I mean, obviously Kepka is is in the conversation now with some of the best, but honestly, players probably that we have right now. Um,
0: Absolutely. Yeah, 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 I mean, it, we saw... Victor Hovland absolutely imploding on 16. He had oh. to into the lip of the fairway bunker. That thing was as,
1: in it too. That thing was as,
0: plugged. I think it was. A, Trevor Rimmelman on the broadcast said that he thought it was in the same pitch mark that Corey Connors made yeah. yesterday, hitting into the fairway bunker. That lip right there. So yeah, yeah,
1: that, that's
2: yeah, nice that was fun. the dagger right there. Absolutely. I was pulling for for Hovland pretty hard, and we. It was very competitive throughout the day. We were, I, I was thinking at least that it would be like a classic down-the-stretch major. And it really, after that, yeah. it was pretty anticlimactic. It was pretty much just
3: um, Kepka the rest of the way. Yeah. And I think, like, Brooks Major is actually back right now. He's playing really well. And a couple of live guys finished top three, uh, top ten. Three of them did. And uh, you saw, like, guys struggling at certain points during this tournament, too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, you you bring up a good point there that Jay Monahan is probably having the worst night of his life at this point with the first confirmed live guy winning a major championship as Brooks has just won the PGA. That is, like, so against what Jay Monahan is trying to formulate in terms of, the debate between PGA Tour versus Live Golf. So, yeah, there's that. And I mean, as we unpack all of this, of which we've got quite a bit to talk about here, boys, we just have to basically give an ovation over Zoom for PGA professional from a Royal Trabuco Golf Club in uh, Mission Viejo, California, Michael Block. What a week from him! What do you guys have on him?
1: Yeah, obviously, uh, a ton goes to him. The pressure he was under, all that, especially, I mean, that shot on 18. Oh, uh, that up and down. one of
0: the coolest up and downs in yep. major championship history right there.
1: And the the putt, the golf guys were just with him. That yep. I don't know how that putt uh, made it to the hole, but I think a huge respect goes to Rory, too, the way he handled the situation. Uh, I mean, he played well. He was never really in contention fully, but... Um, I mean, he he played well, and I think he just handled it so well. I think it was honestly mm-hmm. good for him, take a little pressure off Rory. But yeah, like he, I think in the broadcast they said Rory came up to to one of the reporters and was like, "Dude, this is so awesome!" Like, yeah. it's just I, Rory's top whatever three, four player in the world. So to see him handle it like that, I think is just super professional, and it just shows the guy Rory is.
0: And it was almost like when people came out to watch this pairing today because they were going off relatively late. Like he finished in the top 15, which means he gets to go back next year when the PGA staged at Valhalla. But they were a late grouping and, you know, you see guys like Rory and those types of groups, but it seemed like it was probably mm, the people weren't there to watch Rory. First and foremost, they wanted to watch this guy because he said that this this week is probably going to end up being the best week of his life and he certainly played like it so
2: yeah i mean we're obviously used to the tiger roars we were hearing some block roars there's a lot of yeah. block chance this week and i mean that shot that to see it going like that was just amazing on how about the hole one. in what? Insane. Oh, yeah we insane. kind <laughs> of had the lead there yeah but uh that shot was amazing and uh yeah, hopefully we can get to see him next year too. So I think it'll be mm-hmm. great.
3: Yeah, really cool to see him watch. You know, having really had really good success here. I hope he does well in the future too. Yeah,
0: they did absolutely. Just I mean, outdo a lot of the top players in the world this week. I mean, John Rom, Justin Thomas, Phil Mickelson, uh, everybody except for Rom in that group. So yeah, absolutely just. Great play from Michael Block this week, uh, outdueling a lot of those guys um, on tour. You know, I, we got to talk about Saturday since we're this is just live reaction to the entire week. So we have to talk about Saturday. It was absolute carnage at Oak Hill. You saw guys shooting low 80s, high 70s for sure. Treacherous pin locations. The weather was absolutely absurd. I mean, it seemed like every single time you would look at a guy hitting a shot he was wearing his hat backwards to keep the water from dripping in his face because it was just, everything was soaked. Everything was drenched. So did you guys like watching that type of golf? I mean, it was so so frustrating for a lot of those guys out there to be playing in that. I mean, you saw Taylor Moore just absolutely chuck his driver around whatever tee box that was. So what did you guys think of that?
1: Yeah, I kind of like it to be honest. I think it's good that it wasn't like that all four days necessarily but having one one or two days of it, I think it's exciting. I mean, these guys rarely struggle. Um, Taylor Moore needs to be careful. Uh, he may get a fine in there. Yeah. I mean, if he would have hit a dude with that tomahawk, his driver at somebody, uh, he would be in some trouble. <laughs> but sure. yeah, I mean, it's it's. I kind of like it. I think it's exciting. Scheffler had a disastrous day, as well as many of these guys. Um, Finau was
0: horrible his, his um, weekend yeah, he as well. But played terrible over the weekend. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
2: I, I like it. I think if you get it in once in a while, it it's good. It also made today like you appreciate today a lot more with the shots that were being hit and the putts that were being made and I think we saw a couple of 65s today. I like yeah, those are That was yep. yeah, that wasn't even in the question yesterday like how with how poor the conditions were. So, it's definitely a good change of pace.
3: Yeah, I I like it just for like one day occasionally too. It makes you feel like – it makes it special watching other events see seeing what these guys get there really high. It makes that feel special, and uh, it makes me feel better about my golf game seeing these guys struggle too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it really kind of – when you get courses that are set up like Oak Hill and how the PGA set that up, it's similar to how the USGA sets up for the U.S. Open. It's tough but fair is how they say it. So when you guys – The When we all see these guys out here struggling and just these treacherous pin locations with adverse weather conditions like they were playing in yesterday and just everything, all all that combined with how the course is set up, it really proves that these guys are human too and they're not just robots out there that are programmed to play golf for lack of a better term, you know, like, which I'll ask the question, did you guys think that it played – tough but fair this week as the PGA would intend because there were a lot of guys out there that thought that it was pretty unfair like I think it was John Rahm on Friday I believe into the 250 yard um, par 311 hit a perfect little low bullet cut with a seven wood or something like that that landed just short of the green and rolled all the way back off the green so that raised a lot of questions in people's minds as to Did the PGA royally screw this up or did they get it right? And what do you guys think about that?
1: Yeah, I think it was it was definitely tough, but I think that was known that was known coming in and also the weather played a big part. I think if it would have been 75 and sunny with zero wind, they would have been shooting 65s every day or or close to that Mm -hmm. at the top of the board. So I think I understand why guys are frustrated, but I mean, these need to be there for the events to have for like people to be shooting 62s consecutively in other events. Like, I think you need these hard events. Otherwise it becomes just a little repetitive. I think it's needed. Um, And like having a day like today, I don't think it matters. If, if today the high, the low round was like plus six, I totally understand. But today people were tearing apart the course, at least some.
0: Yeah. And see, I was still surprised that we saw like, Whatever, whatever you mentioned Tim, two sixty fives today. One, thing they were actually the four. Shepard, yeah, but yeah, four. I was extremely. I was probably if there was a number that I could pick in my head this morning, and I was thinking about it as I watched the coverage really this morning. Um, I was thinking there were probably going to be like sixty seven was probably going to be your lowest score, is what I was thinking. I mean, the way that the PGA itself is going to try and set up a course like. Big Bad Oak Hill on a Sunday for the PGA. I was thinking there's no way that anybody breaks 67 today, and I mean, it it shows you just really how good these guys are, or that the PGA made it maybe a little bit too easy, and they, I, I don't know. What what do you guys think about it? Damn I mean, man.
2: I think Brooks was a half away, uh, a half a foot away from being in double digits for the end of the week. Like we, we still got to nine under. It wasn't like it was totally uh, unfair like some of the ones we've seen in the past that thrived in. like Shinnecock was what one or two over that he I won think, yeah
0: I think he wanted it two over maybe one over two it, over like
2: yeah. so it wasn't that by any means but it, it was still tough and it was I think honestly it was probably one of the perfect more perfect mixes of golf where we saw tough buys high scores but then we did see some guys that shot in mid 60s so
3: yeah, I had to with that, you know, the course was really tough. And I think that, you know, if it if it was nice out the whole week and not like pouring rain you know, I think there've been a lot more like higher scores.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, it uh the weather was uh, I think the weather yesterday, especially I don't know how much it rained, but it was all day long, really softened up the course today and it really made that it, it really made it so it was a little bit more gettable than I think the PGA would have wanted. But still, it was a super tough course all throughout the week, um, especially today. You know, you, you had Brooks Kepka start off. He was on fire. It looked like he was going to go out and shoot 59 at Oak Hill. He was, what, like three under through his first four or five holes, however many it was, makes a couple bogeys, comes back down to earth, and then just kind of coasts in um, a few under par after that. So, um, yeah. And, you know, I really like the move by CBS. We'll tra- kind of transition to talking a little bit about like the coverage of it. The coverage all week was great. I love listening to Scott Van Pelt call golf. I think he's really good at that. He's, he's awesome. Um, Curtis Strange, David Duval, they're really good analysts, but when CBS gets John Rom in the booth on Sundays, that is awesome. What do you guys think about that?
1: I think it's awesome, but I don't think John Rahm likes it because that means he didn't play well.
0: Absolutely, um, yeah.
1: But, yeah, I think in general, if it's John Rahm, if it's Rory, Scotty's a little bit uh, emotionless. But still, I mean, any of these best guys, I think having anyone in there really is, is super exciting. And the way – uh SVP dealt with the Tom Kim fiasco was, yeah, was sensational. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think they did a great job in general. There were a few moments where people I saw on social media were getting, getting a little pissed off about like rules not being explained and stuff, but in general, I think they did a great job. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I think get Scott Van Pelt on more, every major he should be a part of.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I thought the
2: coverage was pretty good. I think, it got a little lost in the front nine of today with there wasn't much of Rory and uh block for a little bit. They, it kind of was like, they, they built it up. They showed their opening tee shots and then the first two holes and then all of a sudden they were on 10 and we really didn't see them. So I would like to see that. But besides that, I mean, that's kind of just nitpicking. I think it was a overall good covered event.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I like, I thought the coverage was really well. I like like, Hearing what Scott Van Pel Scott Van Pell has to say. I like his voice. And I think it was cool to hear on John Rom today, too.
0: Yeah, that was really cool. Um, absolutely. You know, you get you get down there like really with the the on course reporters and like the people that are doing the whole by hole type thing. And you just get to hear like the club selections and what kind of shots these guys are hitting, they're chopping it up with their caddies about everything, where, where the ball is going to land, what kind of shot do we need to play to whatever whole location it is specifically. So it's just really cool to hear. Great fan experience, obviously. I mean, it's a major championship. Everybody, like the fans this week, everybody seemed great. It was a great turnout. I mean, you had um, Josh Allen and Von Miller from the Bills. They were there. Rochester's, boy, I don't know, hour couple hours away from Buffalo. So you had those guys and just, it seems like everybody from the sporting world kind of comes together for a major championship. So that was really cool. So you guys got anything else on this week? I mean, it was an overall pretty good week.
1: Yeah, I think, yeah. um, or right, you go first, yeah. Tim, you're good. Go ahead. All right.
2: I was just going to say the crowd. I think the, that the PGA has the best crowds. If you remember Bell Reeve, probably 2018, when yeah. Capco won mm-hmm. again, I, I feel like that's a theme here, but that was a really rowdy crowd this week. Very loud, very into it. Uh, I think that's if you saw the video of the guy covered in mud who jumped in, into one of the creeks. Uh, yeah. that, it wasn't Tom yeah, Kidd, was, just a fan. It was a fan, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was interesting. But it, it almost had, it definitely wasn't up to the waste management, but it had a, a similar vibe. And mm-hmm. I think it was, uh, I think it was a good event.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I but, think. Know, I think, um, just in general, some of these names that came from down the board, uh, Cam Davis and Kitayama, both 500 today, like we were talking about, finishing top five. And, like, I I agree a bit with Tim. Um, They did not, towards the end of their rounds, they got a little coverage, but, uh, like, Straka went 500 today. Did they show, what, two shots from Straka today? Like, they didn't, some of these guys, I, I wish they showed a little more. Um, like Lowry finished 12th. I don't think they showed a single shot from Lowry today. There's a couple little nitpicking things like that, but, um, just in general, I think it was great. Um, I mean, who would have thought Patrick Reed up there? There were a couple names that I was just like, this is awesome. Eric Cole, T15. Like what is going on? This is sweet. Like, I love yeah. when there's a, mi- a mishmash of these really good guys with some of these names that are like, we know them, but they're never at this stage performing this well.
0: And it's huge for a lot of those guys that you bring up because maybe they've like the Patrick Reeds of the world. They've, he's gone to LIV and those exemptions are running out for his major championships. I mean, I think I can bring everybody together and unite in the, the golf world that nobody's a Patrick Reed fan by any means. Um, I love but,
1: Patrick Reed,
0: <laughs> but well, yeah, I think he might be the only one, but, um, right. So yeah, that's huge for those guys that finished in the top 15 and ties. They obviously get to go back next year. Um, same for all the other major championships. So yeah, it's huge for a lot of those guys.
3: Yeah. Speaking of the crowd, like on Friday when Brooks first cheat off, they they said his name and a bunch of people just started screaming farm school. So that was pretty funny.
0: Yeah, there's always a, a lot of different reactions from the crowd. And you know, as yeah. you, you put it well, Tim, that the PGA has definitely some of the, the – I think it has the best crowds out of any major championship. Like, you've got – the U.S. Open is fun, but the U.S. Open's always at super tough courses that are set up crazy hard by the USGA, so it kind of takes the fan experience out of it. The Open Championship, you don't really see a bunch of the fans out all the time. The Masters, I mean, everybody wants to go to the Masters, but the patrons, or as they are called at Augusta National, are on – pretty much under lock and key by the golf club itself and don't really get a lot of freedom and in cheering and and being good golf fans pretty much. So yeah, you guys, anything else before we wrap up this live post game reaction of the PGA championship? I just want to
2: say um, Michael block. We obviously talked about it earlier, but uh, it would take 2,307 of his $125 per hour lessons uh, to take home the amount of money he did this week with his G15. So I think that's a really cool story and Mm -hmm. it's a great twist that they bring in PGA pros. We all golf, we all know PGA pros. And I think it's a really cool aspect of the whole tournament.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's like, I mean, the way that I was putting it to a few of my friends that don't really watch golf or, and or know how like the PGA of America really works in addition to the PGA championship. Like, yeah, the guy that everybody in town knows up the road at the club has a chance to qualify for this event and could potentially be the one in a million chance Michael block someday down the road, you know? So it's, it's super cool what the USGA does or the PGA of America does with that. So that's really cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Uh, so we'll be back Tuesday. Yes, um, Charles yep. Schwab. But- I've I've done a little bit of looking, um, just at at the field and stuff. I'm hoping they don't. Some dudes don't drop out, but as of right now, for not an elevated event after a major, um, it's looking pretty decent. So it should be another good week. It's this is a stretch of golf that's just fantastic.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and uh, one of the guys that. I think we talked a little bit about this last week on the podcast Defending next week at Colonial, which is always one of the coolest stops on tour, uh, Sam Burns. So, yeah, we will definitely get into that. And a full recap of the PGA Championship. We'll chop it up even more about this last week. We'll get into who we took for one and done this last week and preview the Charles Schwab challenge coming up on tuesday so that is going to wrap us up on the long drive for our special edition live post game if you will reactions and coverage to the 105th pga championship at oak hill country club uh for gray jack nick and tim this has been the long drive on impact 89 fm